Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional today. Good morning, my friends, and I will read to you Psalm 99 verses 1 to 9 as our text for today in this devotional. And it's a joy that for the past few days, we can read these Psalms, and these are Psalms that exhort us or exhort us to worship God. Psalm 99 verses 1 to 9 in our English Standard Version. The Lord reigns, let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim, let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion, he is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. The king in his might loves justice. You have established equity, you have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God, worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel also was among those who called upon his name. They called to the Lord, and he answered them. In the pillar of the cloud, he spoke to them. They kept his testimonies and the statute that he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain. For the Lord... Our God, our God is holy. God is holy. Repeated three times here that holy is he. From his throne in Zion, Zion, the city of God, God rules over the earth in his holiness and justice. As we read that in verse 1 to 4, there is this expression from the psalmist that the Lord really reigns and that's why the people should tremble. Now, many times we see this is not happening in our world today. People recognize that God is Lord, but there is no trembling in the hearts of people. The Lord reigns, let the people tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. And this is this remembrance and reminder that the Lord really is an exalted God. So the earth will quake because of his presence, because of his greatness. Yet, although God is in the cherubim or living in the heavens, he also is the one living in the city of God, Zion. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. And as we remember God's name, especially Jesus' name, let's not take that name just ordinarily because that's the name above all names. There's no other name greater than and nobler and attractive and most beautiful than that. There's no other name given under heaven whereby we are, we are saved apart from the name, the Lord Jesus. The king in his might loves justice. You have established equity. This is what God has done to the nation of Israel because of his just and righteousness and faithfulness. He has executed this unto the nation of Israel, particularly in the in, in the life of Jacob. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob or in Israel. Thus, there is a consequence, a result that the people should respond with worship. In verse 5, exalt the Lord our God, worship at his footstool, who is he. Think of this, God is exalted, but at the feet, there is a footstool. 
an imagery that we should recognize that God is great. God is transcendent. God must be worshipped for who he is. He is not somebody at level with us. He is always above, far, far above than each one of us, worthy of our worship, worthy to be exalted. The psalmist refers the lives of Moses here and Aaron and Samuel, these three characters in the Old Testament. They were priests and God answered their prayers. Why? Because they submitted to his rule and obeyed his law. Now Moses and Aaron, when they were delivered from the slavery in Egypt, the Lord answered the prayers of Moses and Aaron. And somewhere later, during the time that they sought for a king, the Lord answered Samuel and gave them the kings, first in Saul and then their greatest king, David. David has been promised by God that his descendant will be will become the greatest king and there's and this is no other than the Lord Jesus Christ who is the the son of David so let me read verse 6 to 7 the psalmist expressed here Moses and Aaron were among his priests Samuel also was among those who called upon his name they called to the Lord and he answered them in the pillar of the cloud he spoke to them they kept his testimonies so what a joy that we can have leaders like Moses and Aaron and Samuel who are faithful. Well, they are not perfect, but they are faithful. Moses and Aaron, they failed in many ways. And we know that even then, the Lord was faithful to them. And the psalmist also recognized the reality that the people did not fulfill their covenant to the Lord. They disobeyed God. And because of that, they received punishment from God and they, they did not have qualms with it, but they respected that, that God is just and, and righteous. So they, they received this discipline from God so that when they repented, God will forgive them. I think one of the great favors, if not the greatest favor that we can receive from God is that he is a forgiving God. Blessed are we not because of anything we do and had done or received from anybody, but because we are forgiven. We believers are forgiven people. We cannot be proud of anything we do, for we failed God in many ways, but God is a forgiving God, and that's the favor that we can rely and depend upon God every day. No matter how we run away from God and fail God, we can always go back to God, and God will forgive us. He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Look at how the psalmist expressed this favor from God in verse 8. O Lord our God, you answer them. You are a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Yes, we have this saying that God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. Yes, God loves us, that he sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ, in order for us to have this forgiveness. This forgiveness is not conditioned by what you do, except that you need just to repent and be broken and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and receive his forgiveness. So the psalmist ended this psalm by exhorting them to exalt and worship him at Mount Zion. Why? Because he's the God who rules in Zion and he is a holy God. Verse 9 says, exalt the Lord our God 
and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. When we say God is holy, it means he is set apart. It means that there is no comparable to him. There is no other un com comparable to him. And he is very unique in a sense that he, is, he, st he stands alone. There is no other God like him. He is holy. And I pray, I pray that we'll be able to exalt him as the holy God. Worship him because he is a holy God. Otherwise, our worship will not be acceptable to him if we don't have this sense of awe and wonder because of the holiness of God. Let be that God will cultivate in us this awe and wonder in our hearts, even today and every day. Father, thank you that we are confronted with this truth that you are a holy God. It scares us for many, in many ways, Lord, because we know that as a holy God, you are like a consuming fire that burns us. But thank you that your holiness is also wrapped in your love. Lord, thank you so much that although we sin against you many, many times, you can forgive us. And you favored us by this forgiveness, Lord, not because of the worth that we can do anything acceptable to you, but be simply because you love us. You can forgive us if we go unto you and repent of our sins, Lord. If there's anybody listening at our podcast and in this video, Lord, let be that you will draw him unto yourself in order that he will recognize your holiness at the same time, your love and compassion to forgive him. Father, thank you that you reveal to us this psalm or this truth today. And let me, that this will encourage us not only for today, but every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.